1: Now, Tommy, what would you like to discuss uh, at this juncture of the show? I want to chat
2: NRL, Matty, in December because there's no better time than December to start talking about the NRL and contract figures and what players should be paid and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. But the great Phil Gus Gould has weighed into the rumour-mongering linking him or linking the Bulldogs to Parramatta Eels halfback Mitchell Moses. Of course, he's off contract, so he's free to negotiate with other clubs. And it kind of adds a lot of interest because Dylan Brown is also off contract. So in a text message that Phil Gould wrote to the Daily Telegraph, Phil Gould said, and I quote, To put things simply, I'm not going to be confirming or denying rumour after rumour about player signings. It's ridiculous. This is the interesting part here. We don't actively look to recruit players from other clubs. If a player makes a decision he wants to leave his club, or that decision has been made for him by his club... The manager or player usually contacts us and we proceed from there. That's been the case with every player I have recruited to the Bulldogs. In this case, neither the player nor his manager has indicated that Mitchell is looking outside Parramatta for his next playing contract. If Mitchell decides for whatever reason he'd like a change of clubs, then I hope the Bulldogs are a club he would consider. So interesting there from Gus. Now, one point he says, if a player makes the decision, sorry, we don't actively look to recruit players from other clubs. Okay, so Viliam Mikikau, Reid Marnie, Tevita Pengai Jr., Matt Burden. Matty, were they Bulldogs Jr.? I know Reid Marnie actually was a Bulldogs Jr., but did they not play their their past footy with some other clubs before? I don't guess. I, I, I know Gus is trying to say Bulldogs were a benchmark for junior football and blah, 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 mm. but let's not. Saying you're a recruiting club is not a bad thing. Saying you're a good recruiting club is actually a sign of success. It's a sign of that,
1: all right, I want to go to your organisation. I want to go to your club. I want to play. Oh, mate, look, if you're recruiting players, you're looking at other clubs. Where else are you looking? That's, I what, mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. There isn't a big field that sits in the middle of Sydney with a whole stack of players that are just running around waiting to be waiting to be recruited and start playing in the NRL. It's, it's the same in business. I mean, in our business, you're going to look across the road. It's as simple as that. So... I think that one's pretty straightforward. It's a two. I mean, part- are they are they interested in Mitchell Moses or not? That's the thing, and this is a two-part conversation, so we can speak about
2: that, but then we can also speak about all right, Mitchell Moses and his worth on the on the open market. And guess what, Maddie? My prediction is looking a little bit safe because it's now December 9th, and we still do not have a figure for the salary cap for the twenty twenty three season. And I I think I predicted what three weeks ago that that won't be confirmed until twenty twenty three. Um, And seriously, the NRL and the RLPA need to get their act together. But anyway, Mitchell Moses, is he or isn't he worth $1 million? Well, you're worth as much as a club is willing to pay you. But I wanted to discuss where Mitchell Moses fits in the halfback hierarchy, if you will, within the NRL. So the the other day I did my top five players 20 years or younger. A couple of weeks ago I did my top five forward packs heading into the 2023 season. So what I wanted to do is do my top eight halfbacks heading into the 2023 NRL season. And where does Mitchell Moses fit in there? And that way we can kind of decide, all right, how much should he or shouldn't he get paid? So I go from eight to one. And I go through pretty pretty quickly. Uh, number eight, Sam Walker. Still 20 years of age, young kid, has proved a bit but hasn't proved a lot yet. So that's why he's eighth. Uh, number seven, Chad Townsend. There was a lot of fear when he signed that big money deal to the North Queensland Cowboys, but I think he's... So far, he's proven his contract worth, and he had a great combination with Tom Dearden, what was an integral part to their side going to the uh, prelim finals. Number six, the reigning Dalian medalist, Nico Hines for the Cronulla Sharks, had a great inaugural season uh, for them. Number five, and this man has been in the news just this morning, uh, Adam Reynolds. Now, the reason is number five is he's getting older and his body is starting to wear a bit thin on him. That was a key reason why the Rabbitohs weren't going to offer him um, a deal longer than one season. Um, Kevin Walters confirmed on Patton Heels this morning on Q that uh, he's had an ankle injury. Rumors it may be a syndesmosis, that maybe his syndesmosis, it's very, very worrying considering Payne Haas also went down yesterday. Now, this is where it get interesting. Number four, I have Mitchell Moses as my fourth best halfback in the NRL right now. Number three mm-hmm. is a guy that I know you're a big, big fan of, Jerome Hughes. Number two, Manly Siegel's halfback, Daly Cherry Evans, and of course, number one is Nathan Cleary. Now, number two and number one and two, Nathan Cleary in DCE, it's reported by a lot of different publications and sources that they are all earning well over a million dollars. I think Jerome Hughes is in the ballpark between eight hundred and nine hundred thousand dollars. So and I think Adam Reynolds, who's fifth, is eight hundred. So if Mitchell Moses is right in the middle there,
1: would you say he's worth a million dollars? He's there or thereabouts. And he's, pr- and he's worth a million dollars if he's being hunted, put it that way. Do you think Mitchell Moses can be a premiership winning halfback on the team? Well, they got to the grand final last year, didn't they? Well, they, this year. They this did. year, sorry. They did. They this did. year. But yeah.
2: they, they just came across or came against a great Penrith <laughs> yeah. side. Gibbo, what do you think in all this?
0: Uh, ben Hunt. No Ben Hunt in your list.
2: That's a great point. I I completely blanked on him. I'm so sorry. I completely blanked on him. You know why? Because his team stinks. That's why. So apologies (laughs) to Ben Hunt and the Dragons fans. He would be he would be top 3 so he'd be he'd be third Jerome Hughes would be fourth and Mitchell Moses would be fifth.
0: Oh Ben yeah. So apologies yeah. there. Tremendous player. He showed his versatility in origin coming off the bench, but I really like the look of Jerome Hughes. I'm not sure whether or not yet he's at that sort of million dollar price range. Yep. The Stormer got Pappenhausen, and Munster Harry Grant, they've got a lot of money tied up in those guys, but he he just showed how vital he was to that spine. Yeah. Jerome Hughes this year, unfortunately for him, He copped a few injuries to that hammy at the back end of the year and sort of faltered his World Cup campaign. But look, besides Ben Hunt, that's a pretty good list. Sam Walker at number eight—is there a bit of bit of roosters bias? Well, okay,
2: I think eight's pretty fair. You look at the other halfbacks at some of the other clubs. Jamal yep. Fogarty, Bulldogs don't have a have Flanagan. a halfback. Flanagan, Titans, Kieran Foran's going to play their six. Newcastle Knights is Adam Yeah, I think most people, non-Roosters fans, would agree Walker's probably a better player and a better prospect.
0: Uh, what do you reckon bang for buck in your list? You're talking about million-dollar players. Kieran Foran?
2: Kieran Foran. Sam
0: Walker wouldn't be on a huge deal with the well, Roosters. He probably
2: would have got an increase with that two-year extension. I think you're looking for bang for buck right now. I think it's Nico Hines. He yep. would have signed that deal around 600K reportedly with the Cronulla Sharks. He just won the Dalian medal. So his value's already gone higher. Um, Adam Reynolds, again, aging player. Same with Daly Cherry Evans. Same with Ben Hunt. So I think if you're looking for value for money. But the interesting thing is, Matty, go back to the Parramatta Eagles, Mitchell Moses. Can they keep him and Dylan Brown at the club? That's the important thing that the Parramatta Eagles front office have got to look at moving forward. Because if they lose one, I mean, a lot of people are already saying their premiership window is shut Already with Reid Marnie gone, Isaiah Papali'i, maybe
1: it's a little bit open. If they lose one of the two, it's it's definitely closed. Mm. All right, now we need some headlines for Tommy's Tribune coming up. Uh, this texter on whether or not the old "Don't you know who I am" line should have been rolled out says absolutely the Fed should have dropped it on her. It's not a nightclub or a restaurant; it's Wimbledon, and he is the goat. <laughs> not a bad shout. Back after this: 0457 736, 736. Headlines for Tommy's Tribune.